In episode six, we are welcoming in the new year of 2021. We are reflecting on the lessons we may have received in 2020 and looking forward to what we choose to create for ourselves as we enter a brand new year. We are talking about setting goals, calling our visions into reality, and not just in the form of New Year's resolutions, but for each and every day. We reflect on the wisdom shared by guests in previous episodes, such as reflecting on 2020 as if it were a seed. And if that was the case, then what does that mean for you? And maybe sometimes we over plan and we actually just need to take the leap and do it now. When we plan, we must then take action. This is how we commit to ourselves. I've got some questions for you to consider and to workshop and to identify how they relate to you and bringing your dreams into reality. Welcome to Cultures of Change, the podcast, where we are having conversations about healing our identity. We bring you the strategies and conscious thinking for you to grow your confidence and understand your abilities to create the future that you choose. For much of my life, I carried the feeling that I wasn't Māori enough. Growing up in Australia, disconnected from my country and being immersed in my culture, That was until I realised everything I was yearning for was within me. My mana is my own and I am enough. I'm Erica McCready, a proud Māori woman living on Yugambeh land. I'm a cross-cultural communication specialist and have worked with hundreds of First Nations people globally. I'm the co-founder of Cultures of Change and I am passionate about supporting Indigenous women to find their inner wisdom These conversations draw on the power and knowledge of the strong women who have walked before us. Kia ora ite and welcome back to another year of Cultures of Change Healing Our Identity. Happy New Year. We are now in 2021 and this is our sixth episode of Cultures of Change Healing Our Identity. I'm so happy to be with you and bringing you these conversations, and I hope that you're enjoying them so far. I want to acknowledge the Yugambeh language groups, the traditional custodians of the land and seas where I live and work, and acknowledge their continuing connection to country and their elders past, present, and emerging. I'm sure there is a bit of a sigh of a relief as we really let go of what 2020 meant to us, and no doubt have been reflecting on what 2020 has taught us. And if we go on what Jackie Harvey was saying in her interview in episode four, she was talking about the fact that 2020 was almost like an avocado that has a really big seed in it and not much meat. And the fact that 2020, you know, may well just be a year of planting that seed. That really resonated with me and I feel like it's a really nice thing to talk into as we are a few days into the new year and I wanted to kind of unpack that idea a little bit. If 2020 was a seed, what does that mean for you? So for me, 2020 was a seed of growth and I was almost planted, if you like, in areas where I didn't anticipate growth. I guess I didn't plan for 
certain events to occur. And I'm not actually talking about the pandemic. I'm not actually referring to that in regards to my transformations. It definitely played a part. But for me, grief was a teacher of resilience. It was a teacher of healing and it was a teacher of really going deep within. And I think that when we lose someone, we do go within ourselves anyway. We retract somewhat as we really feel those deep, deep emotions of that person leaving us. So if 2020 was a seed for me, then grief was the seed that planted it and allowed me to grow from it because it really cracked me open and it made me really see life as impermanent and really kind of shook me up that life is here for living and what we dream we can choose to live in this moment right now. And so I really went into a number of reasons as to why then was I being held back? Why then was I not doing what I really dreamed, what I really yearned for and what I was really passionate about? And it was because I was holding myself back. And we've obviously had these conversations in all of the previous episodes in regards to how we do hold ourselves back, whether it is doubt or fear or lack of self-belief. So 2021 is a brand new year and like all new years, we do have the opportunity and in fact, it's kind of encouraged from a wider society viewpoint that, you know, you get to make New Year's resolutions, you get to really dream in this moment as to what you want the year to be for yourself. And for those of you who made 2020 New Year's resolutions, I'm quite sure that they absolutely did not pan out how you expected. So yes, we do have this opportunity to make New Year's resolutions. We do have this opportunity to reflect on what has been and what we choose to bring forward. But I also want to say that you get to do this each and every day on a lesser level of what you're choosing for yourself that day. And really, we can only live in the moment. And Michelle DeShong talked about the fact that, you know, maybe 2020 has taught her, and I, again, I resonate with this, has taught her that sometimes we plan, plan, plan for something and we plan so much that maybe it doesn't actually happen because we're busy planning. And yet 2020 really taught us that something can happen without notice and can absolutely change and disrupt your whole world, your home life, your working life, your relationships, your partnerships, your social life. Everything changed in 2020 for all of us. And she talks about the fact that, you know, maybe it's teaching us that we don't need to plan, but in fact, we can just do. We can just do it now. And I also really resonate with that because through the planting of the seed that was 2020 and the breaking open of that seed through grief for myself, I certainly had been thinking about doing this podcast for a while, but it was really a pipe dream. It was really just something in the future that was a maybe, that was when I was 
had the resources. That was when I was going to be confident enough. That was when everything was going to be perfect timing. And so therefore, it didn't happen for most of 2020. And it was only until the end of 2020 when one of my really close mentors passed away and somebody who was a really close friend and visionary and just was unapologetically very strong in who she was, who absolutely inspired me. And some of you will know who she is and a trailblazer in the Indigenous land and sea management space. She was also a trailblazer as a person and she was a really inspiring motivator and mentor for those around her friends, families, colleagues, those that she cared about. She really loved wholeheartedly and made sure that you knew it and made sure that you knew your strengths. And so the seed of 2020 was this kind of pipe dream of having these conversations, recording these conversations, getting these conversations out there into the public domain. And so in the end, what happened was I just did it. Within two weeks, it wasn't something that was overplanned. I'd been thinking about it for a long time. I finally got this real reality check that Life is really short and it's impermanent. However, life is also really quite long. It depends on your perception of time. Sometimes time can feel like it goes on forever. If you're waiting for something, for example, if you are dreading something coming around, it can be there within a flash. So time is not linear and it is really short and it's also really long. So for both those reasons, it's important to do what you love and to not hold yourself back. In previous episodes, we've talked about the fact that we hold ourselves back sometimes based on how we think people perceive us. We're meant to be In my mind, we're meant to all speak our truth and have a voice and be visible, as Michelle says. We all get to have that opportunity to be that, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us, the people who we might be leading, the people who we might be inspiring or motivating, whether they're close or far. Never underestimate the ability to support somebody that you may never have met before. If you are loving what you're hearing, then you're going to love what we have coming up in store just for you. Head over to www.healingouridentity.com and sign up to get on the list about our new signature program coming up early in 21. We've developed this to support you wanting to dive deeper into healing your identity. If these are the conversations that resonate with you and you are ready to jump in and do the work to find your own inner wisdom and become the master of your own future, then go to www.healingouridentity.com. And we can support through stories and storytelling and telling our unique perspective on experiences that we have. So as we come into this new year, 2021, I feel like we get to turn a corner, we get to dream big again, and we get to step into that for ourselves 
if it is something that you're projecting into the future, which is usually what our visions are, these are our dreams, these are the things that we want to achieve one day, we then tend to identify each step along the way to get there. And although that can be really, really helpful, sometimes we just don't know those steps. And I come back again to what Michelle was saying about, you know, maybe we over plan. And I'm absolutely guilty of that because for me, I was waiting for myself to feel really comfortable about being able to have these conversations with you and to record them and to publicly put them out there. These conversations are conversations I have in everyday life with the people around me. So it wasn't that it's hard to have these kind of deep probing conversations and really question from a curious perspective and honor everybody's ability to have their own truth and their own vision and their own perspective of the situation. But the hurdle for me was the public bit. I was happy to have these conversations behind the scene, happy to facilitate these kind of conversations in workshops and leadership spaces, but having raw conversations between you and me in a public conversational platform, which is podcasting, I had made a story about it that it wasn't possible for me to do that until X, Y, Z, until dot, dot, dot. And because the untils were almost never ending. There was always something else. I had to have the best equipment, first of all. So there was the technical side of doing it. You know, I had to figure out where I was going to do it, what kind of office, what studio, what did I need? There were all of these like, oh, I need all of these things to be able to do this. And so therefore I need to plan really long and hard about how I do it and when I do it. And although those are absolutely relevant, you do need to work out those things, it doesn't have to be drawn out and it actually can be something that you decide in a moment's notice as to what you need to do it. And I'll tell you right now that you don't need much. You need a computer and a microphone and some kind of quiet space. However, I really hid behind the I'm not sure how to do it yet. I'll need an expert to tell me. I'll need to get the tech right. You know, I made up all of these stories about why I couldn't do it yet. And actually, they were just a front from getting to the real truth of my own limitations and my own lack of self-belief on myself to be doing it in the first place. So you get to make a decision that you're going to do it you get to understand as to why you've made that decision to do it. You also get to understand that doubt and fear are going to come along for the ride when we choose to change or choose to do something different. And I'm really feeling the need to normalize that now, to almost expect it, but not overthink it. So they are there with me in every new step I take. Because We're moving through to something we don't yet understand. And so therefore, our mind, our logical mind is kicking in to say, hang on a second, wait a minute, hold up. We need to think about this. We need to plan this. We need to do da-da-da, 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 right? And so I was having a conversation with my coach and I said, you know, when I'm comfortable, I'll talk about X, Y, Z. And she let me kind of really talk that thought process out. 
And then she said to me, I don't think you'll ever be comfortable. If you wait till you're comfortable, you'll never do it. She said, you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Immediately, I knew she was right. And immediately, I really just kind of felt into that and went, okay, well, I guess I'm ready now, right? Because the overthinking makes me not ready. But in that split second, I was like, I'm ready now and I'm going to do it. So I did. I did it straight away. And I put things in place of accountability for me to get it out there. But it's just one example of holding back. And it's one example of overthinking and really limiting yourself, putting a glass ceiling on something. And we don't know that we do it until we're actually really consciously tuning in to the fact that the reason why you're not doing something could be because you're limiting yourself and the stories that you're telling yourself as to why you can't do something also could be because you're scared and you've got doubt and those stories are helping you to perpetuate that. So I guess as we come into 2021 and we find ourselves in the new year, in a space of making New Year's resolutions. I absolutely find it really helpful to get my thoughts out on paper and allow myself to consciously process them in a different way. So they're not floating around in my head. They're out on paper and they might be drawn. Either way, they're out in a space that I can visually interpret them and I find that I'm able to think about them differently. And when I choose not to do that, thoughts kind of swim around in my head and they pick up momentum and that goes for positive and negative. And so the doubt and the fear kind of really can jump on that for me and allow it to go around and around and around. When I decide to consciously put my thoughts, visions, dreams down on paper, I see them differently, I process them differently and I find it really helpful. I can really acknowledge and identify where the doubt and the fear is because I'm actually consciously asking myself to write down what my dream is without limitations. So if you are doing New Year's resolutions or you know, you really are taking this time to to really reflect, I guess, on what has been and identify what you choose for 2021. For me, growing this space, interviewing more amazing women for 2021, hearing their stories, hearing their wisdom, soaking up their inspiration, taking those little bits that resonate to us uniquely, use them for motivation, for achieving whatever it is we're choosing for ourselves. So I leave you with these conscious thoughts. Don't limit yourself in any way. Don't worry about the how. Just get it out on paper. Create some time and space for yourself to really dream into what you are choosing. That language is really important. What you're choosing for 2021. What you're choosing for yourself in this moment. Because what you choose is what has the opportunity to become a reality. When you choose for it to happen, it's a goal you're working towards. You've chosen it for yourself. It is, it will be, and it's very powerful to think of the opportunities in front of us like that. 
I hope that this has been helpful. I wish you all a beautiful, safe, happy and joyful start to the year. Choose what it is for you and I look forward to chatting with you all in the next podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Cultures of Change, Healing Our Identity. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you, please share amongst your networks so we can get the message out to more women who need to hear it. Please tag me in any shares on Facebook or Instagram at Cultures of Change and feel free to reach out, message me or check out our website www.culturesofchange.com.au. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next new episode is out. Thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. I love having you here and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.